Today's episode wouldn't have been possible without our friends from Manscaped. Make sure to keep your balls clean so on the field you can put it top bins. Make sure to use discount code NGF at checkout for 20% off and free shipping on all products at manscaped.com. Enjoy the episode. Next Generation Football. 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 Soccer. Football is football no matter where you play it. Foot. Hello to all my lovely listeners and welcome back to the Next Generation Football Podcast, guys. And today we're doing an MLS season preview. You guys absolutely loved when we did the 25th season preview. Now it's the 26th season and we're doing another season preview. And I'm joined by Eli Lesser this week in MLS, Jerry Reynoso, the co-host of the 110 Football Show, Will Hansen, the owner of MLS News, and Daniel, the owner of official MLS memes. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's good. If you guys want to give everyone a quick introduction of yourselves, I mean, probably mostly everyone will know, but an intro never hurts. What is going on, guys? I'm MLS. This weekend, no, I'm just kidding. Hi, guys. Um, <coughs> welcome. I run this weekend MLS. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm Jerry Reynoso. I do not run this weekend MLS, but I run. Uh, I help run 110 football. Go subscribe as well. All right. I'm Will Hansen. I run MLS underscore news underscore on Instagram. And if you want to follow my personal Instagram, it's WillHanson15. <laughs> no way. Here we go. Let's uh, go. I'm Daniel oh, Romero. Yeah, you can. Uh, I run official underscore MLS news on Instagram. And follow, I guess following in Will's footsteps, if you want to follow my personal, it's at the Daniel Romero. This wasn't the part where you're supposed to plug yourself, but Eli sets the worst examples to start this off with, but it's fine. We'll let it go. So yeah, guys, as you all know, it's an MLS season preview. We're going to be previewing just the some of the marquee opening day games. Obviously, we can't go through all of them because it'd be too many matches. So we picked, I believe it's six matches or five. I, I don't remember. Five or six matches of the marquee ones for opening day. We're going to be giving out, uh, we're going to be predicting who's going to be the dark horses of this season, the Open Cup winners, MLS Cup winners, Supporters Shield winners, and then the award winners for the MVP, Golden Boot, Goalkeeper of the Year, Defender of the Year, Rookie of the Year, which is called Young Player of the Year, but we're just doing Rookie of the Year. We're going to be old-fashioned like that, and then Newcomer of the Year. So yeah, I mean, just to jump right into it, it's uh, the the first game from this bunch, it's in chronological order, is the Seattle Sounders will be hosting Minnesota United. And as Will's team is Minnesota, we'll let him start this one off for us. Uh, I don't know. It's it, I, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. But <laughs> if if, yeah. if you look at our team compared to last year, a lot of people will say we got worse because we lost Molino. But we've made some really good signings. Like Tim Tim Wea, the homegrown. He's <laughs> Patrick, 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 Patrick. 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 He's, he's, Tim Wea came out of retirement for Minnesota. <laughs> he's, 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 he's like he's a, he's a cousin of Tim Wea, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then we signed Agadello, and we signed a well, haven't yet, but Abila from Boca Juniors, who's been really good for them as long as he stays healthy. And then we signed Will Trapp, who just two two years ago was Columbus captain. And then Justin McMaster, first-round super draft pick. A lot of people in training have been saying that he's showing a lot of signs of Kevin Molino. And then so he could be the replacement for Kevin Molino. Yeah, that that that's what a lot of people are saying. They see a lot of Kevin Molino in him. 
and then we signed right right Tala from uh, Montreal up as well. So I, a lot of people will say we got worse because we lost Molino, but I think we have a better overall team with depth this season. Okay. Uh, does anyone else want to chime in before I speak about it? Of course. Sorry, who is Minnesota facing? Sounders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so who, who's that? Team. No kidding. Uh, I, I will I will touch on Minnesota later in my award predictions, but um, I, I agree with everything Will said, and like I'm excited to see what Minnesota brings. Yeah, same here. I mean, you know, looking at this matchup, this is a fantastic way to start the season for MLS. Uh, they had a fantastic Western Conference final last year, and you know Seattle went all out, came back, uh, but Reynoso. He's hungry and he wants some more. You know that redemption. He wants a redemption, and my, my uncle, he wants to get that thing done, and I think he'll get it done. <laughs> uncle so, Jay, and then, <laughs> and um, Patrick Weah, like I said, he he scored in the preseason game this past week. Um, so I'm excited to see him. Maybe he'll get a nod in this matchup as well. But yeah, I think I'm gonna go Minnesota on this one. Cheyenne. Okay, you don't have anything you want to add on to, Daniel? <laughs> Nothing whatsoever. Okay. Everything that I want to say has been said. Okay, I mean, I mean, as Will said, yes, Eli, you don't have to raise your hand. I'm sorry, one thing I just realized (laughs) is now that we have Will here, there won't be any, like, coin flips for these votes. We have, like, three, two, Sorry, okay, continue. Um, Okay, if we want to as well, like, make a, like, a group prediction as well, based off of, like, whoever votes for who, that's totally fine as well. And I think this, yeah, 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 and I think this one will be actually a, uh, will be, will be Minnesota's to win. I actually see them coming out in this game. This is going to be, I think today's preview will have like, in people's point of views for me, will have a lot of surprise because I'm being extremely unbiased in a lot of my picks. And I have a really good hot take for this season, but I will save it for later. But for this opening game, it will be at CenturyLink Field. I'm praying to all the gods that fans will be allowed, and it's looking likely because the Mariners were allowed 9,000 fans in their home opening game. And I didn't even know the Mariners can fill 9,000 seats in general, so it was great to hear that. And I can't wait to see this game. As we said, it's a repeat of last year's conference final, which Seattle, probably one of the best games in Sounders history for me personally. I never went so crazy in my life outside of maybe the D.C. United comeback four years ago now. But for this game, these first two games for the Seattle Sounders is Minnesota LAFC. I think they're going to struggle in both of them, but they will have a good season at the at the end of it. But these first two games, there's going to be a lot of growing pains. I don't think Raul will be ready for this first game because he has to quarantine for two weeks because he was just with Peru. And I don't see Will playing well with Freddie. Thus will cause a lot of people to say Freddie, he's he's dookie, but he's not. Once he plays with Raul, he'll play a thousand times better. I see this game ending in a draw or a Minnesota win. I do not see Seattle winning this game. I like when you said you think you think Seattle will lose. That was my that's, that's all that entered my cranium. Like you said, yeah, hopefully we do see Minnesota win. And I never and said hopefully we see Minnesota win. <laughs> <laughs> that was true. And C- Seattle did lose a lot, or at least three. No, no, I don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, keep it up. And, no, no, no. And, I, I'm really tired of hearing this. They, they, they don't. You go. You go. Okay, Seattle's team will be – this is going to be one of the best teams in Sounders history. I don't care what anyone says. They, 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 they have to change formations because they don't have players. They're going to be the most <laughs> – oh, 
Besties. It's going to be one of the go most best teams. And everyone's sleeping on him because they lost this oh, defender, up. this player, no, 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 this player. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Summer, yeah, he right. yeah. he says this no, every no. year. We're always sleeping on him. And next thing you know, they win. Shut up, shut My up. guy. Okay, he even says we sleep on him when, when we predict them to win. My guy. I'm Pat. Okay, just predict who you guys want to win. We're done with this. Right, three, two, one. Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, everyone said Minnesota. Happy. Jeez Louise. Oh, so tough. So then, Daniel, open up with this one. It's the 4 1 Derby. Montreal's at home against Toronto. You can, you can begin for this one. Stop calling it the Derby. Dude, just <laughs> say what you want to say. What do I want? I said I've said what I said in the past, and I'll say it till, I, till, till the day I die. Montreal suck. But that's but that has nothing to do with this game. Actually, put some insight behind it, Daniel. There's a lot of insight to it. You look. At, let's look at the, the the from the tactics to the players to the chemistry, all of that. They just aren't it. They don't have it. They don't have that 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 it quality to it. And they're gonna immediately see it. It happen. And when I say it that time, I mean they're gonna get trashed. They're gonna totally just. <laughs> destroyed i want to use more vulgar words but i won't so you think this is going to be a landslide for toronto this opening game i don't think so because as much as i nag on montreal i also think that tfc are at a huge deficit here honestly but like i said i'm still gonna say they're gonna win because we haven't made any signings our our ceo is making more signings to him and his board than he is for the team and and I think that's pretty stupid. We we're missing a whole DP, which is what Toronto needs. Like look at our our past DPs and look how impactful they were. When you look at Julio Cesar in the net, when you look at especially just Sebastian Giovinco in recent years, and you look at Pozuelo and Vasquez, and look you look at all these recent signings, and we still have a whole a huge hole in the middle, right? Like in the front. I don't see where we're gonna go with that, especially when we start. Okay. I predict a 2-0 win for Toronto. Fair enough. Man, that uh, felt good to say. I mean, is there, is there really much in this discussion with this matchup? I mean, Montreal, new brand, basically new club, no coach. Or Zero coach identity. Not too familiar. Exactly, no identity. So All it's the like, history is now gone. Georgie Mahomes. All right, yeah. One one <laughs> no, one no. thing I will say is Montreal made a ton of signings, but I don't really think any of them made them significantly better. Yeah, and exactly. Tor- Toronto didn't sign anyone, but they also didn't get worse. Ooh. Yeah. So I, 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 I agree with. Yeah, they didn't get better at I, all. I, 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 I could, I could very very well see this ending in a draw. That's yeah. what I was about to say. Is I think this game's going to end in a draw as well. But this I think two-two draw. Has no, no, no. I think this is going to be a nil-nil. It's going to be a dead game. I think this is going to be a hundred percent dead game. But I will say the team that will edge it throughout this game is going to be Montreal because the thing that we saw last season with Chicago is the team that has the new rebrand. And it's a common theme in MLS. As much as we say they have no identity with the new branding, whenever a team comes in with a new branding. They, for some reason, play well. There's nothing behind it, but they do have a really great game. The Obviously, the one I'm mentioning most recently is Chicago because they're the most recent team to rebrand. But when they came to Seattle, they came as a hungry team, and there was a big group of away fans that joined in. Obviously, there's not going to be – I don't think there's going to be fans in this game in Canada. But I do see Montreal being the one that – they could nick this win. And I see – because they're unknown quantity – 
at the start of this game. I don't think they'll have a great season in general, but in this game in particular, I see it being a draw or Montreal is nicking in. So what Shion is saying is that the Houston Dynamo are the 2021 MLS Cup champions. Basically. This game's being played in Florida, too, because I think, yes. I think yeah. Montreal and Toronto are both based in Florida this season. I, I well, know for sure for Toronto. But, indeed. All right, then the next game is oh, Orlando. It's uh, Orlando versus Atlanta United and is the home king, home, homecoming of the king, Joseph Martinez. Uh, boys, how do we see this one playing out? Atlanta's back on top. They're, they're going to slap Orlando here. This rivalry, they're taking that derby back, and it, it's King Joseph already said that, like, he, he mentioned something in the media. He's coming for them again. You know, no one owns a team like Joseph Martinez owns Orlando City SC. His first game back after a terrible injury, I say hat trick, 3-0 Atlanta. Actually, no, three, I'll, I'll, no Orlando will score, but, like, it, it's going to be three to something Atlanta. You're saying that, like, Pedro Gallese is not going to be in goal. It's like Joseph Martinez. It doesn't matter. Joseph Martinez never met Pedro Gallese yet. I don't he think I is that, that good so? anyway. He hasn't met him yet. So cool. I don't know. This, 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 this is <laughs> going mean, to be a great game. Never met Joseph. I think so. it's going to be a great game. Oh. I think because, it's a great game. But at the same time, calling calling the king out, you know, the king hasn't been on the throne for a cool minute, and I'm pretty sure as soon as he puts that crown back on, he sits down. He's going to be like, all right, how do I run things? I don't more? think I don't it's think he'll a get cool a hat minute. trick. I don't think he'll get a hat trick, but I see a Jordan Morris effect with Joseph Martinez's comeback this season. He will he will have a brace this opening game. And yeah. but I see this game ending three to two. And I will see the Cinderella story of Orlando City last season dying very hard this season. Oh my days. I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna disagree with that. I know last 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 season I, I was kind of harsh on them. I I didn't think they were gonna do as well as they did, but they, they've had a really good offseason with Pato. Yeah. I think they've signed at least another winger, and they already had good depth at winger. And They're going to get cash from DK. Yeah. They will. No, Orlando is still going to be a top five team in the East, yeah. but Atlanta will so surpass Hot take. Pato's going to be as big of a flop as Chicharito was for the Galaxy. Oh, Orlando yeah. Orlando versus Atlanta, I think, is shaping into one of the, one of the bigger rivalries. Yeah. Definitely. And they, it's it's funny because also Orlando has that player that kind of looks like Joseph Martinez, um, Antonio. It was it Antonio Carlos or Junior Urso? But that photo of uh, him though. behind Chris Mueller last yeah. season looked really scary. I thought that was Joseph Martinez at first. <laughs> like, yeah, it kind of does look like Martinez. I know the photo you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, so I who I are we edging this to, Atlanta or Orlando? Atlanta. I'm going. I, I, I'm I think Orlando. Atlanta's going to take it. I think. Oh, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a Orlando draw. On this one, yo. You know what? No, no, that... no, 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 no. I think Orlando's winning. Okay. This is in Orlando, and I'm saying Atlanta, so it's it's going to be Atlanta. I, I think Orlando's going to have just as good a season, if not better, as last year, but I think Atlanta wins this game. Yeah, I agree. I think I it's going to be a big call up to his final sentence. So next one is an inaugural <laughs> match for Austin FC. It is LAFC versus Austin FC, and so we'll let Jerry take this one away, man. I'm going to go next, calling Dibs. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I mean, it's the second year where we faced off against an inaugural club as well. We have been to expansion club as well. Um, last year, Miami didn't really do too good against us. And after that, it, wasn't, it was pretty much a buzz for them. It was not the way they wanted to start their first season in the league. 
Um, but as for Austin, Austin, they've already had a few uh, preseason matches in. And in fact, I believe today they played Houston and only lost them three to two with a beautiful goal from Thomas Pochettino and a free kick. So I think this Austin squad might be someone to watch for throughout the season and maybe not uh, undermine them too much as soon as it starts. I do see LAFC coming out with the win this game, but Austin will continue to build off of this loss and uh, go from there. I, you know, I was disagreeing with you, but then at the, around the end, I started agreeing with you when you said that I think Austin <laughs> will definitely lose this game, but I, at the same time, like you said, they will like learn from this, and they're gonna, I like you said, they're gonna be a team to watch. I made fun of them a lot because like yeah. I just like the the conception of Austin FC <clears throat> in and in itself was like a joke with uh, Anthony Precourt yeah. and that, and so everyone just kind of made fun of them for that. But as they've progressed, they've definitely somewhat found their footing and they're looking like a kind of scary team honestly from what i'm seeing with these preseason games they're playing well they have the chemistry things are seeming to shape up for them so like it's like uh, jerry said i think they're gonna lose against lafc because like lafc just has that that power but i definitely think they're a team to watch and i won't be i would not be surprised if they make the playoffs this season jerry yeah jerry i love you man i love you so much I think you're being a, I think you're what? being a bit too humble right now. From what? Humble for because what? LAFC are gonna absolutely dick Austin FC in this oh, first. Oh yeah, match. there's no doubt. There's no like, doubt. Blake, like, you have to put a hard sensor on that one. Yeah. <laughs> hard sensor. <laughs> but like Austin, yes, they have a pretty decent roster, and honestly, I think a kick in the face is what's going to help them better in the long run. We're talking about an LAFC team that just lost a heartbreaker in the CONCACAF Champions League after almost winning, being the first MLS team to do it in the modern era. They have their players back. Carlos Vela is going to be healthy, healthy, healthy. Like, I'm expecting a huge game for the black and gold. It's in LA, right? Yes. And there's going to be some fans there. 400. Which is insane. You so, guys like, twenty four hundred, forty four hundred, forty four. Even so more. Like, I, I'm expecting not a blowout, but like a very handed victory from LAFC. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, with I, no games before that, like how we had last year when we had the Leon game. You know, we could have beat Miami easily in the opener by much more, but there was no need. You know, but the that guys goal, were still the way you beat them was what what was just amazing. You know that exactly. Vela chip. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think LAFC is going to win this game, but Austin Austin cannot be a team that slept on this year mm-hmm. because I, oh, yeah. I, pers- I personally don't have them making the playoffs, but I wouldn't be surprised if they snuck in. I think Austin's going to have a terrible season. I don't think they're sneaking in oh. the, the playoffs either. Their team's too meh in my eyes, but I will say this. They will be winning this, this opening game against LAFC. Huh? I... <laughs> What? I think there's too much hype surrounding LAFC. I think Carlos Vela okay, will have an average thing. season because we have seen in the past with Carlos Vela when he com- when he's coming back from a very bad injury, when he was with Villarreal, when he was with Barcelona, when he was at when he was at How Arsenal. Years ago was that? The man never played the same after having spectacular <clears throat> introductions for all those clubs. I think Vela will be good, but he will not be anywhere near his outstanding season but i see an upset in this game with it being a draw or an austin fc win two to one okay sir who's all right wait tell me who's going the rules what a joke Mm. 
Who's I think Matt Beasler gets one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Austin's Austin's front yeah, office did that. say they were gonna fill that third DP spot in the summer. What really yeah, bothers got- me, by the way, is the fact that because Shion said Austin's gonna win two one and Matt Beasler's gonna score, Matt Beasler will score the game winner in the ninety fifth minute off a corner kick <laughs> edit, and we're all gonna be so pissed off. <laughs> I just I see Austin FC in the game ruffling LAFC's feathers for every set piece, every little inch on that field in that game, and LAFC won't know what hit him. I don't think they'll have a good season though, but in this game, it'll be a very good feel good factor for them. That's how that's just how I view it. But we'll move on to the next game, and this is probably my favorite game out of all of them of the opening game uh, opening. Uh, fixtures for this season is Columbus Crew, the reigning champions against the Philadelphia Union. And I will literally open this one up and say Philadelphia will absolutely shaft Columbus. Really? Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Obviously, wow. everyone's going to say, oh, I'm bitter about the MLS Cup final and all that. But I think they're going to have an MLS. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that might have been said. <laughs> but I think Columbus will have a big MLS Cup winning hangover. And I don't think they're going to be nearly as good as they were last season. They will make the playoffs, but they are going to have a rough start of the season, as most championship winning teams do. Their bench 11 might beat Philadelphia alone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no team you guys doubt bet. Philadelphia too much. Okay, no, but, I mean, oh, did, I mean, what did, did they, they, they lost the McKenzie and Aronson. Yeah. What did they do in the playoffs? It's tough, bro. <laughs> they didn't even make, like, any... <laughs> they didn't, like, make change it i mean like they didn't fill in those holes that they yeah they don't yeah, like, they don't need to they, they did not replace yeah, those they holes. Didn't fill in the holes yeah. dude philadelphia <laughs> is a team that can plug and play players when when they lose them they're almost a feeder club i will they say paxton's looking kind of nice paxton aronson <clears throat> i know i gonna, mean i think they're gonna come in with a big surprise win like a 3-1 win i would love to see it but I really doubt it. I'm going to have Columbus win this one. Not, not like, handedly, but, like, they'll take this one. Yeah, Look, I, I really like Philadelphia, like, regardless of what happened last year or whatever. I don't care if they lost Aronson. I don't care if they lost McKenzie. I really like them from, you know, since the beginning of the season last year. And I think they're going to start off right. I see a draw here. Columbus, uh, it's iffy because I believe they, they these two teams still have a – uh, Champions League in this upcoming week, I believe. And so I think that might be a factor into this opening matchup. Yeah. Obviously, this game is MLS Cup versus Supporter Shield. So I just want to say they, they should start every season like that. Have yeah. the yeah. MLS Cup winner versus the Supporter Shield winner start off the new season. I think they should do that every season. That's definitely kinda, Yeah, like Community that's, Shield. That's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a hot take. I do kind of like that. So um, we'll move on from the from the first opening game preview and we're going to move on to kind of who's winning what trophies this season but before we say that who are this season's dark horses in your guys' oh, eyes are we oh, going to do one that. I'm gonna start yeah on. everyone I'm can pick start. a team okay i'm going to start can i pick three no no one <laughs> do one, yeah, one i i i kind of have three but I'll, I'll let someone else go first. Actually, no. I'll let someone, do not say three. Do, just pick one. Okay, but, but it, it's, it's kind of one. It's kind of one. What do you no, mean no, kind of no. one? All right, all right, I'll, 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 I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> one right now. Pick one, and you go first. Yeah. All right. I'm picking three. No. <laughs> <laughs> all, 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 all three Texas teams 
can be okay. dark horses for me. Okay. Because because Austin, I think, is a dark horse. Obviously, they're ex- expansion team, so nobody's really going to rate them. But with Dallas, Dallas is always kind of overlooked, and I think they've had one of the best off seasons out of every team. And I, I have them at around sixth in the playoffs, or sixth in the West. But I would not be surprised if they went higher than that. And then Houston, I have them way lower. But with I, I think with Tab Ramos, they could definitely do some damage. While I agree with the Tab Ramos thing, because I think he's an excellent head coach, like you could only go so far as your team looks on paper, and Houston's just not it on paper. Uh, but I do like the I do like the other Texas ones. I mean, Dallas Cheyenne knows is a team I continually talk about and love to watch, and so I I can't mention them as a dark horse. Should I go with mine now? Because I'm talking. Yeah, go for it, Eli. Okay, I'm gonna go into Eastern Conference here, and I'm gonna say the New York Red Bulls. This is a team that always finds a way to sneak in the playoffs, no matter what their roster is looking like. They have been a hot mess of an organization as of late, but at the same time, you know, they've had an interesting offseason as well. One player that I'd really like to bring up is Fabio, this striker that they brought in from South America. And from what I've seen from him is that he is the perfect holdup striker for the Red Bull system because the Red Bulls have so many wingers that like to push up into the box and score themselves. Caden Clark, Velo, Daniel Royer, and having Omer a holdup striker like, oh yeah, Omir Fernandez is great too. But like having a guy like Fabio up top being that holdup guy can create so many opportunities. And like, I, and I don't think the loss of Tim Parker is that huge for them because he kind of fell off. I, I definitely, definitely think the Red Bulls are a sleeper team and they will make the playoffs again, despite their roster not looking like a playoff team. Yeah, the, gonna... the, Red, the Red Bulls the Red Bulls definitely need at least a somewhat experienced striker after BWP left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go last, so Jerry or Daniel, you can go. I'm going, I'm going. I, li- I like that one a lot, uh, Eli. And uh, Will took one of mine with Austin. But uh, I'm going to go Nashville. You know, Nashville, they've, they impressed me last season. They were doing pretty decent. Uh, I'm excited to see what Zimmerman can do year two with them. And, um, and you know, Hanny Mukhtar was – Killing it as well in the back with him. Daniel uh, knows Jack- about a lot about Handy Mukhtar. Yeah. <laughs> okay, quick quick side note. I apologize, Jack- Jerry, but <laughs> I was good, listening. Good? I was listening to our old preview from the from last season. And the first game we previewed was like Na- their opening game, Nashville versus. And Daniel was yeah. the first one to speak, and he's like, hands down, Atlanta's winning it. I see Nashville as a bu- – like, I'm just paraphrasing, but he's like, I see them as a bum team. Like, they're <laughs> bad. It's Atlanta United. Then I think I'm like, oh, my God, Nashville's the ones that knocked out Toronto. Yeah, la- they, la- last year, I-, I-, I predicted Nashville to finish last in their yeah. conference. I think so did I, man. I think I did they're as well. They're not that bad of a team, though, dude. They're not. I didn't. I, I just thought that was really funny about that because Damone was like, "I see them as a Leicester Damone. City story," and Daniel and Daniel, this was literally your oh, response right. to him. You said, "I see you as a man that doesn't know anything like about <laughs> soccer." <laughs> Good one, <laughs> Damone. F in the chat to Damone. Oh my I love god, that. I thought oh, that man. was so because Damone because then you, you look back on it now and you're just like Damone, absolute masterclass. Daniel, absolute stinker. <laughs> I know. So, Daniel, you can go. I was, I was go. ahead of my time. <laughs> you guys should be happy I didn't say San Jose. I had that ready in my, my back pocket. <laughs> I'm going to say my dark horse. Look, I was going to say Austin, but it's, it's said by two other people, 
And so I'm going to change it just to be different. But no, my answer, like my initial answer was Austin. But like just to be different now, I make fun of them a lot. But I'm going to say it's New England Revolution. I don't think they're much of a dark horse. I don't think they're yeah, much of a dark horse, but it's a, a fair, lot, it's a a fair show. Speak on them, well, considering I think of them as Justin like Rennie. a team that if, if MLS just said, you know what, we're demolishing them, no one would care. I think that's a dark horse for sure. Okay. Mine's going to be a big one. Is it the Sounders? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually something that Eli will like to hear. Is it the Galaxy? I, oh, sorry. I think this season's dark horse is the LA Galaxy. See, I don't I even was consider the Galaxy about dark horse. They I were going to be one of them. I say it's the LA Galaxy not because they will win anything, but they will make the playoffs and win the first round in the playoff matches it's this Chicharito, year. Man. He's, he's and I think, And I think Chicharito will... I'm already gonna I'm already gonna break my comeback player of the year award, but the comeback player of the year for me is gonna be Chicharito. Interesting. All right. Over I mean, I would love to see that happen. Do I it think is gonna not? happen, Eli. No, but, uh, as much yeah. as I hate the LA Galaxy, they are gonna have such a great a, a big bounce back year this I year. I really hope so. The Galaxy I, I, I definitely could see that happening. They could Our, slide in. I'm just saying that the, the odds are less in their favor than they are for. But yes, yeah. I'm, that's why they're a dark horse in my eyes. So we'll move on to Open Cup winners. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm starting. Who's to in the Open? I'm ready to change the system. About this. The Open Cup is Here like the top four teams in each conference after the third game. That's who makes. That's two weeks. So let me, I, I let me take over. Knowledge. I got this one. Trust. I, I was ready. I was doing my homework. I was researching. I was doing the math and everything. So check it. I was looking at the schedule for MLS for the first three weeks, and I said, okay. The hell with that because we already know we could choose all these teams. We could choose Seattle. We could choose Toronto. We could say whoever can win. There's a lot of folks that can win, right? But what's the point of doing all that math when they're not the only ones that are in this tournament? There's 24 teams in this tournament. You got to think about it. From they're like the same five, Louisville City FC. <laughs> no, no, no. From, five, from five different uh, leagues and organizations, there's more teams in MLS 26 than in this tournament, which makes no sense. But there's just one club that nobody really seems to realize that wants this kind of tournament more than any other team in any league. And that is Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC. (laughs) (laughs) They are going to Okay, just like just like how a couple years ago we had New Mexico United, Louisville City, we had all these teams that were pulling up, you know, uh, making upsets left and right against MLS teams. Pittsburgh, they're a club that has been first, second, and third in the USL Championship for the past four years. And they've gone knocked out rounds three, four, two. But this tournament starts in round five. Round five and then round 16 and so forth. So they already skipped to where they've been losing in this tournament. So these guys are going to take advantage of that. They've stepped up in the rotation big time with their depth. And the back line I've seen from what I know, the people I know personally, these guys are players who are willing to take it out on the field as much as possible. And so I'm going to just go with the hot take. You know, it's very unlikely this is going to happen, but I would say Pittsburgh <clears throat> Riverhounds is going to take it. Jerry is turning into me, and it's really funny to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with a team that has shown success in both the USL and MLS, or they haven't really shown it. Don't MLS. say Cincy. Don't say Cincy. 
Scratch that. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, we don't know who's going to qualify for this tournament, so you can't really pick a team. Yeah, this this is this is kind of a this is kind of a guess, basically. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, honestly Columbus Cruise Bench because that that's the team that's going to be playing in this tournament. Okay, well let's let's then let's speed on through this this yeah. one then, Will. Pittsburgh. All right. Well, I I I have two again, but I'll I'll pick one. Okay, thank you. Minnesota and Atlanta, the 2019 um, two qualifiers. I think Adrian Heath normally puts if we if we make it past the first round, Adrian Heath puts like he actually uses starters. And Atlanta obviously has won trophies already. So if if I didn't narrow it down to one, I, I'm taking Atlanta. You know what I think? Or Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any of these teams. <laughs> Daniel, just pick a team. I'm reading them, homeboy. Chill. Chattanooga. Who are they? <laughs> the I didn't city existed. Daniel, just pick a team. Pittsburgh Riverhounds. <laughs> there you go, Pittsburgh. Daniel got Pittsburgh. Let's go. Verreining. Erzegebrick. Daniel, I'm giving you a three-second counter. You got to pick a team. Okay. 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 Three. I'm gonna two, pick one. You know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real. DC United. I believe you said that last year as well. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, don't, I, I don't even think you're qualifying. I don't even remember yeah, like answer. making these predictions last year for Open Cup. I don't think I've ever talked about the Open Cup in my life. Um, I think. I'll, oh wait, wait, wait! I have two answers. I think it's either gonna be one second. Are they even in the in the thing? We don't know yet, bro. That's Phoenix <laughs> Rising. Or Las Vegas Lights. Yeah, Quincy, bro. There you go. Quincy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say this one because I think this team will have a good but bad season. This will be the only trophy they win, so everyone can get off my bum that they won't be winning anything else this Sounder. year. The Seattle Sounders, the king of the U.S. <laughs> Open Cup, will be winning this year's tournament. because it's valid. <laughs> it be. That's what I'm saying. I'm being super unbiased. I think the Sounders will dump their eggs in their basket, come in the later rounds for this, because they will be finishing like third or fourth this year, and they will not be in a push for first or second. I'm not over the fact that you just said they'll dump their eggs in the basket and then they'll come in this tournament. <laughs> Okay, we're moving on. Supporter oh, Shield champions. Supporter Shield oh. champions. Let me tell you who's gonna get the double this year. Don't say Portland. Oh yeah, don't do Portland. Bro. Don't even say Galaxy. I'm worried either. about it because he grabbed something. Yeah, I that's what I'm like, worried, I think I think for Columbus it's supporter shield or bust. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I think, I think if will. if Columbus didn't win the Sporter Shield, it's 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 a failure for them. Okay. At least, right? At least the Sporter Shield. Unless unless they win MLS Cup, but right. I Jared, you're saying LAFC? LAFC all the okay. way. Double double this year. Sporter Shield and MLS Cup. We have to. Toronto FC is the only team that's won to domestic trouble. I hate I don't this. Know. <laughs> Just I don't the Canadian Championship ass. shouldn't count because you have a one in three bro, shot. <laughs> you guys play Vancouver and Montreal, bro. You better get a domestic trouble. What, did, what did Quincy <laughs> teach us? What is what did Quincy teach us? Eli, just go. We already know Daniel saying Toronto. Oh no no no. Eli. 
I, I actually agree with Will. I think Columbus will win the Supporters' Shield, but I do not have them making the MLS Cup this year. That's and awesome. what did you just go yeah, and grab? I, I agree with that. Well, I was going to say Portland, but, like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, I knew it, Jerry. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> when he went to grab that, I, I was told like, you guys, man. I was like, he was oh. going to grab No, no, no. Let the granddaddy come in and hash this all out. It will be an Eastern Conference team because the West will be so jam-packed. It will be the Philadelphia Union back-to-back Supporter Shield champions. I like it. I like that it. Is a, I, I agree. agree. I like Do you know it. how hot that take was? <laughs> it's hot as hot. Me. I don't know if to burn your Portland table. <laughs> hey, MLS Cup winners. Hey, I didn't say who I thought was going to win. You said you had you your said chance. Toronto, bro. You said Toronto, we assume. I <laughs> know, uh, no. All right, come on. I got I got to do it. I was going to say Philadelphia. I got to do it. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Well, I agree with Shion. I think Philadelphia is going back to back. They're looking okay. strong. I like it. Wait, but are they going to do a real sports show this year or paper? Oh, yeah. They're, they're first official supporters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> do you guys want All me right. to go first for this one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Really know your more than anything. I will be saying the Portland Timbers will be winning this year's MLS Cup. Oh. I agree. I agree. That was my pick, too. I, I, I have Portland this year. Because Portland were so dog dog last season. They will be out for blood. Salvarese. You like just put at least while I'm talking, you put the jersey down, please. Thank you. Um, they're out for blood. Salvarese will be in the most angriest face of his life. (laughs) I will be so scared to play against them. And it's not going to be LAFC. The thing is with Seattle, though, it just really depends who they bring in midseason. Because that's the unknown. Like, because we're doing this so early on, we don't know what's going to happen with them. So I can't say Seattle. And I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash for that. And I want to see it to be Seattle, but I, I think it will be a team in the West. And if I were to put money on it as of right now, I think the Portland Timbers just got it. You let go. Okay, man. I agree with what you just said, actually. Um, of and, course you know, you that makes me feel better about my prediction because you're always right. Uh, but the Portland Timbers. <laughs> but the Portland Timbers. So I think had Sebastian Blanco not gone injured, they probably could have won that MLS no. Cup last year. They no. would not have choked against FC Dallas. But not only that, their two biggest holes heading into the offseason were their fullback spots, and they got the biggest upgrades of the offseason at those spots. Claudio Bravo at left back, Van Rankin at right back. Those are huge moves for them. And at first, I really wanted to say the New England Revolution win the MLS Cup, but they'll never win. I mean, it, you know, it, yeah. you know how it goes. So I, 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 I had one of them as one of my candidates, too. Kind of so, like a dark horse to win. This but. is weird because that was going to be my second choice as well. Was yeah. My MLS Cup is Portland beating New England. I, I, New, New, New England has to win one. You, you bring in Bruce Arena for that exact reason to win an MLS Cup. I know, and they have the talent. They have the depth now, too. They got better this offseason in that regard. Plus, we saw that when Carl's heel and Gustavo Bo are on their game, they're I'm virtual- going to be honest, Eli, I really don't want to go over this one again because you okay. always say the same stuff about <laughs> So like, let's let Bill talk. Let's let Jerry go. Let's let Daniel go. We'll go for a book. What? Will? Will, are you going to talk? I already won. I think it's... Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jerry, your turn. I'll I'll go, pick go, Portland. Go. All right, I'll go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to choose LAFC. I mean, dude, this is... Like, we'll, like, we'll, like Will said about a, uh, about a 
Columbus, it's either Sporting Shield bus, dude, this is MLS Cup or bus. And it probably was that two years ago as well when we had the the historic season. Dude, this is like, I really hope we sell Brian Rodriguez so we could get that extra DP spot and use it in the summer, like how everybody's having their extra DP spots in their back pocket. And I think that would be a big game changer. But we can't waste it on something like, I don't know, another Andre Horta, you know? Um <laughs> And then we still have that million dollars that we had, we acquired from uh, the Walker Zimmerman trade, which we still haven't really put to use. Oh, we put somebody into the Corey Baird trade, but and, and that's another person who I think will will uh, impact the team as well. I think he will step it up, uh, possibly as a nine. We'll have Vela back on the wing, unless you know Bob wants to put Vela as a nine as well. But we all know that he doesn't play his best there. Um, but yeah, it's either MLS Cup or bust. So if I was to choose one out of all the however many teams that Doug Carver wanted to put into the season. It's gotta be LAC. I think LAC is gonna have their worst ever season this year. Oh, that's a really hot take. That, <laughs> I think Bell is gonna be beyond mediocre. I think Bob Bradley might get sacked at some point at the end or maybe near the end, and they will lose in the first round, probably to Seattle again. I don't think they could have a worse with the roster. They have a worse season than they had last year. But last year they made a Concacaf Champions League final. No, but I'm talking about like reg- MLS regular season. I'm the- just talking about as a whole. They're not going to be winning anything. They're not making any finals. They're going to scrape into the playoffs, and Vela will be exposed for the fraud that he is. <laughs> Toronto was the closest team to ever win the Concacaf Champions League. Daniel, no one asked. <laughs> And then Michael Bradley skied his penalty kick. Yeah, okay, we don't have to talk. We don't have to talk. Okay, there's my lesson. <laughs> All right, okay. Daniel, your turn. I'm going to say something that has been totally overlooked by everyone in this chat right now. That's Toronto. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it pains me to not say Toronto, but I have to be real. Let me, well, let me set the record straight when I say it's still very, very early, and it's too early to tell because there's still a lot that can happen, and we haven't even seen the first game. So I, I, as much as I want to say I don't want to go because, oh, it's too early, I'm not going to not go. So, Sporting Kansas City. Oh, I was thinking of them as my third option as well. This is so weird. I'm actually agreeing with them. I think they're a pretty slept on team. Them? Yeah. I think yeah, we just like, them as a dark like horse? you just said. I think yeah, you could consider slept on them on this yeah. entire chat. They're missing a left winger, and that is yeah, a they, they need a left winger. I think Polito might have a really big year this year. I really do. I like oh, Polito yeah. a lot. I think he yeah. can too, but like like Will and I said, like if they could address that left wing hole, then yeah, they yeah. they could oh. definitely but Johnny Russell, man, the Scottish king. Oh, he's great. He's a amazing. Left, a left a left winger for them could give them a huge boost, I think. Yeah, because right yeah. now it's like that's, not that's very that. certain the that they'll champ. be. But... Yeah. All right, fair enough. So then now we'll move on to the last uh, segment in this, and that's going to be the individual awards for this season. So we'll start off with. Do we want to do? Well, did you have something to say, Jerry? No, dancing. Let's go smallest okay. to biggest. Okay, small. So then we'll go rookie of the year. Yeah, I know who Shion's gonna say. I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I'm gonna start this one off. Yeah, go I ahead, kind of agree man. though. I do agree, kind of. But yeah. I think Ethan Bartlow will be the rookie of the year this year, because set uh, Houston Dynamo will not have any good center backs. Ethan's an absolute stud, and that's basically it. Simple as that. 
Hey, are, are we sleeping on Tim Parker? Um, a bit. I mean, Eli said he was washed, so... No, no, well, Tim Parker will start with Ethan Bartlow. Ethan Bartlow will be the Henry Kessler of this year's draft. He will be a starter, and he'll be pretty good. Can I take this one, or will do one? You're already talking, so go. Yeah, you can go, you can go. Okay, I do I do think the, the obvious pick for Rookie of the Year, even though it's not the Rookie of the Year award, is Danny Pereira of Austin FC. He is the first overall pick in the draft. He's like a mixture of an 8 and a 10 um, which is kind of cool if you know Gotti Kinda or Gianluca Buzio, kind of similar mold. Do you guys and, believe, sorry to e- interrupt you, like, do you oh, yeah. believe in the first round pick curse? Because I think it's long and real in MLS. I think it's so real. The first overall pick curse? Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at guys like Kyle Lair and he wasn't a curse. Jack Harrison was a curse. He kind of was, though. We, 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 <laughs> we, we, oh. we took Abu Danladi in the most stacked super draft there ever was. That was a bust. And if you want to see my video, check, check that yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. Um, but uh, no, no, no. Like Danny Pereira, he'll start immediately for Austin. He's already in the starting lineup for the preseason. I think he's going to be a bust for them. I think really? gonna be a bust. Yeah. There's just I some curse in MLS with the first pick, man. I'm telling you. Like for uh, for different reasons. For different reasons. Like Laren, yes, he's good. We can all agree this, but he's a bust because he got a DUI and he basically like Orlando didn't really get what they wanted out of him. And we can name off more. And obviously mm. the big right. one for me is like Steve Zakwani. Steve <laughs> was the first overall pick. And then had the worst injury in MLS history. I think of Den Lotti as well. A huge okay, like, bust. Andre Blake. Okay, but he's, a, <laughs> he's like, but I'm saying, okay, but let's say 80% of the time it's a bust. Yeah. I mean, that's just the super draft. It's like, yeah. You, in, in the super like draft, the, the you got to be lucky. There's, there's usually like five good players that actually end up being good starters. Every year. Yeah, I'm sorry. Or even like, get a get a deal. United at drafting. Okay. Yeah, St. Clair, Dotson, Gasper, Toy. All right, then <laughs> Will go. Who are you? Who are you saying? Um, I'm gonna take Justin McMaster, Minnesota United draft pick. I guess you could say it's biased, but I was gonna um, say there's a little bit of bias he, from you he, today, Will. Heath, Heath was saying <laughs> he's, he's he's got two preseason goals. And Heath, Heath was saying that he's got he's got a lot of Molino in him, which obviously worked out. Molino was good for us last year. Probably our best player other than Reynoso. Or you could say Molino was the best player because he was there all season. But Which Reynoso, Jerry or Emmanuel? <laughs> Omar, actually. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Matt. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all right. I don't remember that. <laughs> uh all right, I'm gonna take over then. Uh, Danny Trejo, next. No, it's fine. Um, no, I mean. I'm <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I think one big brainer, and I'm hoping Daniel was gonna say this one because it's been funny. Now he can't think of anything else. But I'm gonna say Patrick Weah. You know, he's he got a lot of uh, a lot of standards up to him, a lot of expectations, and it's just to wait and see if he can live up to them. And um, you know. If I was to throw a hundred bucks to see that he does, I think he's the right guy to do it. Yeah, way, way, way as well has two goals this preseason. Okay, exactly. Daniel. Uh, I'm gonna agree with Eli and go Daniel Pereira. Pereira. Wow, you're an absolute surprising pick by Daniel, folks. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to. to he, he 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 couldn't name five players. I know he could. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are the worst. 
Okay. Uh, newcomer of the year. I am a man. I am a man. I am a man. Oh, Can I start this one? Can I start this one? I'm yeah, yeah I want to go last. I want to go last. Yeah, I mean, I was watching film with all the newcomers. A lot of guys that people joined unnoticed. And I think one of those guys highly was Tomas Pochettino. I think he's going to be a big guy, uh, a big supporter of Cecilio Dominguez in Austin. And I, I feel like Dominguez is too hyped right now. You know, Tomas Pochettino has that Diego Rossi-esque type of uh, play style that, uh, that Austin really needs for a first-year club. Um, so I'm going to say he's my newcomer of the year. Does, I'll go next, but I don't know if he technically fits under the category because he's returning to MLS, but it is going to be his first season back in a while. And is the LA Galaxy's Victor Vasquez. Yeah, he doesn't count. He doesn't count. He doesn't count? That was what I was going to say. One thing I will say against Vasquez, I think a lot of people are underrating him. Like, there's... Yeah. A lot of people are saying he's too old and he's not going to start. I, I still think he can be a really good player. Oh, he's starting for sure at the time. Since I this think. is my own show, I'm putting the twist. I'm saying Victor Vasquez, even though he can't technically win the award. But <laughs> this is my page, okay. so I make the rules. Um, but, yeah, I'm saying Victor Vasquez. Obviously, like, if we were to, like, put some nom flashbacks in the background, I think of when he scored against Seattle and did the stupid, like, messy celebration when it was literally off his, like, wiener and in. He, like, literally didn't do anything for it. But I think he's going to have a good year. And as I said, I have big hopes for the Galaxy, not because I want to see it. I love seeing the Galaxy fail because I hate the Gal. Like, they're probably, like, my fourth least favorite team in MLS. <laughs> Jerry's drinking two and- liters of water. <laughs> <laughs> and then obvious for obvious reasons, Jerry's team is my my second least favorite one up there for probably my least favorite team in MLS. I'm not gonna bush, beat around the bush about that. But yeah, I'm Portland? gonna Portland's yeah, he they're one, but like I don't know, just these LAFC fans, man, they just chat so much smoke and they think they're really good when they haven't Dude, they're just I... They're just always in Seattle's shadow. Like, everyone wants to be the Sounders the first season they come to MLS. That, I mean, that's – like, Will, you can't disagree with that. Every year a team comes to MLS. <laughs> yeah, just get Will to agree with you. No, no, no. <laughs> he's the, he's the new crazy. one here today. Oh, the honest truth is every year a team comes to MLS, they put the benchmark to what Seattle have done. It's the truth. Oh, look, yeah, look, I, I'm not, not going to disagree with you. I never disagree with that. The, you the are. You guys are you said, standard for not real season. The same thing can be said with LAFC. Everybody wants to be that LAFC expansion team. But they spent money. The Sounders didn't have any big-name players when they came to – I mean, they had Jungberg, but he he doesn't count. He didn't do squat diddle. Well, listen, listen. Who was in the league when the the Sounders joined? Almost nobody. What do you mean almost nobody? Oh, get out of here. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's not a good point. David Beckham Galaxy when they joined. (laughs) Okay. But that wasn't the Galaxy. That was AEG versus MLS. Still, that's, like it was, that's one of the best Galaxy sides in history. Yeah, in the history Back of American sports. Back to the conversation. We're getting two sidetracked. Okay, yeah, he's right. Daniel's right. So, okay, we'll move on. Uh, Will, Daniel, then Eli. All right, I I didn't put a m- much thought into this, but I really like Jerry's with Pochettino. Um, I think he's 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 gonna fit really well with Austin, and I'm sure you guys saw his free kick yesterday. Oh yeah. Which is really beautiful, and but I I, I think today, I but. think he 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 could be Austin's best player this season. He's he's gonna yeah. fill what they really need, and I think if he performs well, that could be vital to them making the playoffs or not. Okay, Daniel, are you gonna go with Victor Vasquez with me? <laughs> yeah, 
Okay, nice. <laughs> I like it. All right, Eli, you're closing this one off. Yeah, wait, I'm oh, still thinking. That, uh, Victor Vasquez is back with that, back in LA with Greg Vaney, someone he's already trained under. Yeah. I think we never even mentioned that. I mean, you're right. I mean, you would know it firsthand. I was just talking about my own personal experience with Victor Vasquez, how he just gives me absolute non-flashbacks. I think Victor Vasquez is one of the most creative midfielders MLS has ever seen in its entire history. My big, my biggest issue with Victor Vasquez was in that MLS Cup final. I don't know if it's the same for Daniel because it's Canadian televised, but the whole time Taylor Tolman had that stupid Barcelona book. And he was like, yeah, there's a chapter dedicated, like there's a piece in it where it talks about Victor Vasquez and how they say he's one of the best ever players from Barcelona's like academy. And I'm like, bro, he made one goddamn appearance at Barcelona. What are you on about my guy? Oh, Boyan. Like, Boyan was another one of those like legends. <laughs> okay, but at least Boyan actually played, but he played well when he played for Barca. There was no issue with that. But like Victor yeah. Vasquez was no good. He's, ne- yeah. he's never good. Okay. I love when Chad goes, hey. <laughs> right, just go, Eli. Pick, play okay. your player. It's so funny because, like, I came into this thinking all of you guys would say Brenner on FC Cincinnati. Um, so I was going to do Pochettino, but to be the guy that picks someone no one else does, this guy technically hasn't signed yet, but I'm going to go with Ramon Abila of Minnesota United if he signs with the club he will be the newcomer of the year and I'll get to more reasons why in my MVP convo um no no way bro (laughs) me and Jerry every time no No, yeah with 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 Reynoso I think with 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 us having Reynoso and finally having an actual like MLS caliber striker. Reynoso's the think, Bruno Fernandez of MLS. That might be a better duo than Heel and Bo. Like, like, yeah. Don't sleep on Abila. Like, as long as Abila can stay healthy. Best duo yeah. in MLS history. They'll never be being as Dempsey and but We'll move on from there. All right. So, on to <laughs> Defender of the Year, and I will start this one because he's the man that plays for this country. It's Steven Betashore. He's going to have an absolute masterclass season. I don't even think he's up. a starter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's <laughs> for my turn. <laughs> Steven Betashore is winning this year's Defender of the Year. Did not play when he joined midway through the year with Colorado Rapids, and he's the he's best right back. He's the best right back in MLS history, and he's going to make the Colorado Rapids into a team that will be making into the playoffs and might be making a good uh, run into this year's playoffs, thanks to Stephen Betashore. You the can Rapids, sleep. The Rapids you can have Vines. And the Rapids Rosenberry. have Vines and Rosenberry at their fullbacks. Do I look like I care? Do I look like I care? <laughs> we love Beta. Obviously not. Jerry and I, yeah. obviously, yeah, exactly. No, no, no disrespect. At the same time, but... You just said that Stephen Beta Short is like a thousand times better than Brad Smith. It's like... He's the best <laughs> right back in MLS history. You I mean, can't even uh, deny it. who's better than him in right back history. Yes, he's got, no one can name anyone. Daniel's going to say Kendall Waston. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Not even a right back. That's the, my point I exactly. While everyone else goes. All right. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say someone that's actually kind of a, an interesting. Chris Mavinga. Like, I'm not just going to say something that's already been said. Actually, yeah, he guessed it. <laughs> Chris Mavinga. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't I don't even see why I need to explain it. Chris Mavinga, I think he came like third or fourth in Defender of the Year last year. 
Probably could have finished higher if he started and his career. People are scared to put their feet. And that, to me, is a good defender. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, That's right. No one can say anything. No one talked. <laughs> All right. I did. I just said something. I said, yeah, he probably would have been higher on the pecking order if Mukhtar didn't end him. Yeah. All right. I'm 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 going with Walker Zimmerman. He 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 won it last year. Wow. And what a great pick by Will. Absolutely stunning, and, surprising. And pick. Mensa Mensa on Columbus. I think he he finished second or third. He would but be my he would be my second I, choice. I I I think he's he's inconsistent. With when he when he started with the crew, he sucked, and then that's insane. Yeah, I, I had that in mind. Who, who finished third last year isn't even in the league anymore. Mark McKenzie. So, I'm I'm going Walker Zimmerman, but I will say this: this is gonna be biased too. But a a dark horse, Michael right. Boxel, last year. Other other. Other than other than Reynoso and Finley, he was our best player last year. Yeah, but Will Bruin ended his career, so that speaks volumes <laughs> in itself. Okay, so. okay, but without without Opara, we 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 had the fourth best defense in MLS last year. Obviously, it didn't matter when the big game happened, so we'll move on from there. Right, right. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. Oh, oh my god! I go from Chris Lavinga to Richie Larea. What the hell? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> when, when's, when's, when's the last time a fullback won it? Guys, I need to go. I'm gonna leave. Actually, need, that's a good question. When was the last time a fullback won a? I could think of this one. It has happened, I believe. Guys, let me go, please. Okay, All go, right. go, go, Jerry. I'm gonna go, David Murillo. Dude, he had a great Champions League, and the Champions League, uh, he his presence was felt everywhere. Every game that he played against Liga Mexis clubs, he was a monster. And as soon as he joined LAFC, he didn't really uh, perform too well because he was still kind of fitting into Bob's system. But as soon as Champions League hit, it kind of made made it seem like, all right, you know what? I don't really have time to kind of fit into the system. I'm going to play a little bit of my game and then fit as much as Bob's as well at the same time, which is exactly what happened. And made a good Wait. run in the Champions League. Do you call him David Mario or Jesus Mario? Oh, I call him David Mario. Okay, okay. Sorry. Um, I yeah. think the last defender of the year to be a fullback was actually a current head coach in MLS, Peter Vermees. Wow. wow. What, year? Means- what year? What year? So basically what you're trying to tell me is Badishwar will be a head coach in MLS next. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I, believe he, I believe he was a left back, Peter Vermees. Um, I, I wouldn't know. Okay. I, I um, really do love the unbiasedness in everyone's picks, though, so I really appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Can I, can I do my defender of the year? Yes. Yeah, go, so, Eli. Okay, this is someone that Will brought up briefly, but this is the person who had the defender of the year on lock until Columbus Crew faced the Philadelphia Union on ABC, and he had an absolute stinker and just lost the award from there. Jonathan Mensa, he was the favorite to win it all last season until that very moment, and I think he'll have a redemption season. I think if the Columbus Crew win the Supporter Shield, that there's no reason why he shouldn't win the Defender of the Year. I thought you were going to keep the trend going and say Steras. No, 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 we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then we're going to... <laughs> We're gonna go then. Uh, goalkeeper of the year, Pedro Gallese. Moving on. No, I agree. Yes, Matt Turner, best goalkeeper in the league. Absolutely, he okay, had the Eli. craziest stats last season. Ooh. Had a near eighty percent save percentage, which was okay. Insane. Do you think he's gonna break into the U.S. <laughs> men's national team? He's the number two in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I th- I think he's right behind oh. Stefan. Yeah, 
And like, I'm not going to go all Matt Doyle and say he's better than Stefan, which is something Matt Doyle has said. But Matt Turner, I think the only reason why Andre Blake beat Matt Turner was because of the narrative of Philadelphia winning the Supporter Shield, and they needed someone to represent in the best 11, the MVP conversation, and all of that, and they don't have a star. So Andre Blake was their guy. I think statistically, Matt Turner's better. Skill-wise, Matt Turner's better. He'll win it this year because the Revs will have a much better narrative. Okay, Will? Uh, I'm picking Eloy Room for Columbus. Oh, I like that. <clears throat> well, we all know who I'm picking. The oh. man who's the only one who ever shows the, up in the MLS. The best Cup. goalkeeper in MLS history. The best goalkeeper in MLS history. Freezing cold. Dan Kennedy. Stephen Fry. Dan Kennedy. <laughs> I'm picking Stephen Fry because he'll be the one that will be most consistent for the Sounders this season as he is for every goddamn final we play in. He's the only one that decides to perform, and he will be yep. the Sounders' best player this year. Daniel Vega. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Golden Boot boys. This is where it gets the... good. Golden Boot, Golden Boot, Golden Boot. We'll let I, Daniel I, start this one. I... Oh, let me start this one. And then we'll you let say Wilco. Josie. If you say Josie. No, no, no. Iowa and Ola. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, go back to Hillbilly Elegy. Anyways, I think. Damn, no one got that Hillbilly Elegy joke down. That, and I was proud of that one, too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian joke, bro. Either. <laughs> Can we skip me? <laughs> Here's some candidates, and then hopefully I retain some knowledge. Okay, we'll go. All right, all right, all right. I'm not going to go bias on this one. Of course, I would say Vela, but no, nah, I'm not going to go that. I think Reynoso is a good, uh, good for idea. Golden Zelaya- for Golden Boot? For Golden Boot, yeah. Or Zelaya Those are the two guys I thought. For Golden Boot? Like, I feel like this for is for Boo. MVP. Like, this is gold. Okay. Why can't they win both? Okay, okay, okay. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Okay, right. Will. Mine, I, I don't, I don't know. I kind of feel like this is a sleeper, kind of, but I'm going Gustavo Bo, because I, I, the the only other, I could see Rui Diaz winning it, but I I'm putting Bo over Rui Diaz, but there, I didn't I didn't want to pick Rossi because he won it last year, and the only other like big big name I could like think of in contention is Vela. He's coming out. Nah, I don't, I don't really rate Zardas, but um, yeah. And with, with heel, assuming he's healthy the whole season, I think, I think Bo will do really well this season. So I got Gustavo Bo. That's not my answer. Wait. Okay. You could go first. Then I'll go. Alan Pulido. Why the hell did you take my pick? <laughs> So that way, I, you can't say, "Oh, you're just you're just copying what everyone else is saying." I have my own opinions. Okay, then I'm gonna have to change mine on the fly. All right, then Eli, you go. Alan Pulido. Okay, so at first I was like, you know, I could do an obvious one. King Joseph will be back, and like I hope that he has Golden Boot caliber season. But you know what? I haven't done any piss poor takes this episode. I've played it safe. Are you and sure? That's about unlike that? me. That's unlike me. So from Hawthorne, California. No, <laughs> the legend that played right back for one game on the Galaxy, the man who could score off any body part, Lord Jacinio Zardes. In a few minutes, your mom's gonna come into your room and be like, "Can you use your indoor voice?" <laughs> 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 oh, I think I think 
I think the obvious pick that people would say I'd have is Rui Diaz. And I do think this will be Rui Diaz's best season, but there will be a lot of other players that will be competing for it because I will say Rui Diaz will be second because he's playing with Freddie Montero, and Freddie Montero is probably the most creative striking partner he can play with. And I think Rui Diaz plays his best with a striking partner, as Will knows when Will Bruin came on. And then I am going with, for mine, drumroll please, even though it kind of contradicts my comeback player of the year, it's Joseph Martinez. <sighs> I, mean, I don't want to hear it. I think <laughs> me yeah. and, I, and yo, my wait, pick wait. was going to be Polito. So I'm so not going to say Polito. No, I don't want to anymore. I think that's a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> you want to okay. copy the, the brown boys pick? Why is that? I'm brown he's, too. He's brown too. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, we're MVP, MVP, right? MVP, yeah. I'm going, I'm going. Oh, man. Can I go first on this one? I actually have a, I actually have a candidate. All right, go, Danny, go. Yeah, I kind of want to go. Rui Diaz. Rui Diaz for MVP? <laughs> I, yeah, man. That is a take. I'm telling you now, he's going to win it. Who's dog? That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just you don't even say like like lastly quiet you just kind of stay there and hope no one hears it. All right, Eli. Oh, my turn. Okay. Well, yeah. I have two people who I think will win, and they're pretty evenly matched, I'd it's say. But I'm to pick two. You know what? Then I'm just gonna go with one. There you go. Go with one. So in 1996, <laughs> oh, MLS's first season, the Tampa Bay Mutiny had a lad named Carlos Valderrama. And in that season, he won the MVP with 26 assists. Not many goals scored. I think he had like three goals scored, but 26 assists, which go, is an MLS record. I think that record gets shattered in 2021. Shattered? shattered. He said, Do you know why? Shattered. Because there's a man who went on a run in the playoffs, had yep. one goal yep. and seven assists in three matches. Emmanuel Reynoso, Jerry's older brother, cousin, twice removed, will win the 2021 MLS MVP, this, and I'm sticking with that. This exactly what I was going to say. Reynoso's breaking the assist record this year, and he's winning MVP. Oh, my days. I actually, I actually like that pick. <laughs> um, That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I think Zeller Ryan will, will be second, but... I think Carl Steele was my second pick because I think yeah. the refs will be great. I think that's what I'm. That's that's me. It's either those two or Vela. I mean, there's no. Reynoso's other... breaking the MLS assist record. I hope. I, so. I agree. <clears throat> For me, All it's right, only cool. two players that could do it this year. Give it to us. Well, I'm gonna choose one. Rui Diaz or Ladero. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna choose them. <laughs> Jokes on you. One of them's Freddie Montero, though. <laughs> I think Freddie could win the MVP award this year. Because you just of the say same, that your favorite player. You don't have any other. I substance. say that because you said you, we're said you weren't going to be biased. I'm not because this isn't my real pick. I only say Freddie could be in a shout because of the exact same reason Eli said. I think he will be getting a butt ton of assists because he's with the king that scores goals. But my real pick is Diego Valeri. No, I don't see it um, happening. You think the second ever MLS player to get two MVPs? If Portland Timbers win the MLS Cup, yes. Hey, interesting, interesting. See, I wasn't biased. 
If anything, I picked All one. Alright, guys, my I actually gotta go. I, Come on, let's wrap it up. Okay. I, I was. Uh, I have people. I got. I got people waiting on me. Okay, well, I'm just they letting you know. He's going on a date with Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya, bro. Come on. I don't think he'll be Reynoso because he's overrated. I think he's the Bruno really? Fernandez of MLS. You're just mad because there's no player named Narshavishran in MLS. <laughs> <laughs> But I think if the Portland team is were to win MLS Cup, Diego Valeri is one of the biggest reasons why. If the Seattle Sounders end up winning it, Freddie Montero will be the biggest reason why, and he will be taking. If the Sounders win it, then my guess about Rivas is not even that far fetched. No, no, mine. I never said your guess was bad. I never judged you for that. Diego Valeri as MVP, like, I would have chose Jeremy Obobese over him, or even Eric Williams. <laughs> no, Sebastian he's my Blanco. Second, Sebastian he's Blanco. literally my second. Blanco's a good shout. Yeah. Blanco, Blanco is a good shout. No, I only reason I don't say Blanco is because he's coming back from an injury. That's fair. Yeah, that, that's why I didn't pick any of Vela and Martinez. for. Yeah, I'd never pick Vela. He's my least favorite player in the league. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You just had to mention that, huh? I appreciate you don't like you either. Right. I mean, but he has never scored against the Sounders in the playoffs. He did have a chance, Neither but, has but the best keeper started. said otherwise. The best keeper in All analysis right. said otherwise. Okay, All right, so that's um that concludes the podcast for you guys today. I really hope you enjoyed it, and thank you so much to the guys that came on, and thank you this time for Will for making a second appearance and joining us for this podcast. We cannot yes, give us Will. a Will. forget that. Will. Yeah. Thank you for letting me join. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah, of course, Will. It's a pleasure. Oh, Always happy to have Will. MLS News on. And so, guys, <laughs> obviously make sure – obviously everyone already plugged themselves, so I'm not going to give them a second go at it. So make sure to go check out everyone's content, Eli Lester's YouTube channel, uh, the 110 Football Show, MLS News for the most up-to-date news, and official MLS memes for the most banterous memes and the only meme page that I follow outside of Philadelphia Union memes that I don't mind <laughs> and I respect them a lot. The only MLS meme page. And – and then, guys, don't forget, the big thing is make sure to follow us on Instagram at next underscore gen underscore pod and on Twitter at next gen pod. And don't forget to use NGF at checkout for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Oh, what? And I hope oh, yeah. you all have <laughs> a great